Thanks for tuning into the ES First podcast. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So take a minute to hop on over and give us a like or a follow. And of course, if you're ever in Excelsior Springs, stop on by. We can't wait to welcome you home. Welcome to the ES First online service today. We'd like to welcome you and uh, pray God's blessing upon you as we look into the Word of God. I want to talk to you a little bit about being blessed. You know, it's a good thing to be blessed. And uh, Webster talks about the word being blessed as specifically as referenced to Christianity. <laughs> we do that a lot. Well, bless you, my brother. You be blessed. But uh, Webster says that it is enjoying the bliss of heaven. That's what it is to be blessed, just to enjoy the bliss of heaven. And so it's also translated in the Bible, happy. And so I want to talk to you today about happiness and about being blessed. And the Bible says that in heaven we will experience great happiness and we will experience greatly being blessed. And uh, Revelation chapter 19 and 9 says it this way. And he said unto me, write these words, blessed, happy are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's right at the rapture of the church. And he saith unto me, write these things, for these are the true sayings of God. Happy are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. So heaven will be a great place of happiness. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, it's a wonderful place. The Bible says there's going to be no tears in heaven. But there are some things that we'll be happy about uh, when we go to heaven, things that we'll We'll look around to see. There's one of the things that I'm going to be happy about looking at is the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm excited about just seeing Jesus come out with the Lamb's Book of Life, seeing flip through the pages, go into B, L, B, Larry Block, there you are. I'm looking forward to seeing the Lamb's Book of Life. And so also I know that there's a lot of parents that will be happy to see their unborn child or their infant who died at birth or a possible crib death, and so it would be an opportunity to be so happy, so blessed in heaven to be able to see that little baby uh, possibly for the first time. So there's happiness in heaven. Or construction people. I think it's going to be interesting at uh, construction people. Somebody's in construction. They're always going to look around at things that are under construction. I think the men and women that are in construction are going to look at the jasper wall and say, how did you do that? Look at the streets of purest gold. Say, how in the world did that happen, the giant pearls? Or mothers, this is a good one, sitting in amazement, listening to Mary, the mother of Jesus, reiterating her pregnant journey via camel express to Bethlehem. Have you ever noticed you get a couple of couples together? This happens all the time. Uh, you get two or three couples together, and the guys start talking about hunting and fishing and golfing and boating and all of the stuff that they like to do, work out with their muscles, the drinking of the muscle juice and all that stuff. But the women get their little heads together, and they talk about the pregnancy, and they talk about they had the delivery. Well, I think women are going to get together with Mary, say, hey, Mary, I want you uh, to give us a little bit of the story there about the manger in Bethlehem. And uh, one of the things I'm going to look up is I remember as a child, one of my heroes, one of my great heroes was Roy Rogers. And I'm going to look up Roy Rogers and Dale Evans, and I'm going to get them together, and I'm going to ask them to sing, happy trails to you. How about you? Happy in heaven. I think I'm going to look up the thief that was on the cross. 
There were two of them there, but one of them's going to be in heaven. He said, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. I'm going to look up that, that guy, and I'm going to kind of ask him how he felt there on that cross when Jesus uh, forgave him of his sins and uh, told him that he would be with him. I'm going to kind of ask him about his feelings on that. And I can, here, here's one that I really would be anxious to see is the crown pile. <laughs> The crown pile where when we get to heaven, we're going to cast our crowns at the feet of Jesus. And I can just imagine people from uh, eons of time have served the Lord, casting their crowns, and there'll be a crown pile. I would like to see that. And at one place, uh, David said, he talked about recording his tears and putting them in a bottle. Well, the Bible says there's not going to be any tears in heaven, but at one place, David said, well, you wrote down all my issues. You wrote down all my problems. Why don't you put my tears in your bottle? Well, if there is a giant bottle of tears up there, I'm going to be looking at that. And Gabriel's trumpet. I'm a trumpeter. I like to play the trumpet. And uh, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to look at Gabriel's trumpet, see if I can fiddle around with it a little bit and uh, get in there and see his trumpet case. It's going to be good. And sit in on a choir rehearsal. <laughs> I'm going to like that. And uh, many of our parishioners will probably be in that choir during that time. But, you know, I remember my father particularly. He's a, he's a great man of God. He's, he's been my hero for all my life. I'm going to look forward to seeing my mother and my father and my brother and my friends that have gone on, family members, gone on to be with the Lord. It's going to be a happy time. Because I can remember back as a teenager, I would go to the different conventions and go to the different youth rallies, and there they would have the old-fashioned orchestra, and I would sit in the orchestra and I would play, and I would look out over the congregation, and way back about halfway down the middle section, I would see my father standing there with both of his hands raised up, praising the Lord as we sang worship sent of the Lord. I'm looking forward to that happy reunion time. Uh, the Greek word for that is makorius. Someone once said, they made up a story of an angel and <laughs> asked the question, is there going to be golf in heaven? And uh, this was just, of course, a joke that somebody said, but is there going to be golf in heaven? And the angel replied, well, I have good news for you and also have some bad news. Yes, there is going to be golf in heaven, but the bad news is you're going to be teeing off first thing in the morning. <laughs> so heaven's going to be a happy, a happy place. One songwriter wrote this, heaven is a wonderful place filled with glory and grace. I want to see my Savior's face. That's one of the things I want to see when I get to heaven, my Savior's face. Heaven is a wonderful, heaven is a beautiful, heaven is a wonderful place. Blessed and happy. That's what the Bible has to say about uh, happiness and about uh, blessedness in heaven. But also the Bible declares, and this is my message particularly for today, is that you can have the very same happiness right here on earth that you have when you go to heaven. So how can that possibly be? I don't know, but the Bible says that's the way it can be. He talks about that, that when we get to the marriage supper of the Lamb and we pinch ourselves, our new spiritual body says, well, here we are. This is the marriage supper of the Lamb. The rapture of the church has taken place, and Jesus is at the head of the table. The Bible said he will be standing there with the rewards in his hand, and he's going to pass out the rewards there And at the marriage supper of the Lamb. And the Bible teaches us that we can experience that same happiness right here on earth. 
that we felt at the marriage supper of the Lamb at the rapture of the church. Right here on earth, one songwriter said it this way, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Every moment of the day I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest, I am blessed, I am blessed. Well, some people might say, uh, you might feel blessed all the time, but I certainly don't feel blessed. Sometimes I get depressed. Sometimes I get down. Sometimes the cares of this life, all of the stuff that's going on. You know, the Bible says that in the last days, men's hearts will be failing them for fear, for looking after those things that are coming upon the earth. And so maybe you don't experience happiness today. Maybe you look at those things that are coming on the earth in fear and you and, and trepidation and it concerns you and maybe causes you to even break out into a sweat sometimes. Well, let me tell you something. The Bible gives us a bit of an instruction as how can you experience a blessed, happy life right here on planet earth at the same level as it's going to be when you get to heaven. And that's really an interesting thing. Well, the Bible has a formula for that, to join in that jewel. And uh, we might do well to make a self-evaluation of this formula for happiness. Maybe you're not measuring up to the formula, and that's why you're not experiencing happiness. Maybe you have done some things in serving of the Lord, but you haven't really given him 100%. It's like, well, I, I, it's convenient for me, and so I will uh, serve the Lord when it's convenient, and I'll, I'll give when it's convenient, I'll go when it's convenient. But you know, the Bible gives us a formula, and uh, at, at the inscription at the top of this passage of Scripture, it, it says, it's the happiness of the godly. Psalms chapter 1 and verse number 1 through 3, and it says like this, blessed or happy is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So there's a question you have to ask yourself. What kind of a walk do you have? Who do you hang out with? What's the, what part of the world have you come out of and separated yourself from? And what part of the world are you still hanging on to? The Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. And so a man must examine himself and then let him partake of the body and blood of Christ. But if you're not experiencing happiness, could it possibly be that you have not lived the separated life that God has called you to, nor setteth in the seat of the scornful? The very first chapter of Psalms, chapter 1, verse 3, hits it head on. If you want happiness, here's the formula. And it goes on and it says, but his delight is not in walking in the counsel of the ungodly, not in sitting in the way of sinners or sitting in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord or the scriptures. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. What are you thinking about day and night? What's got your head going in all kinds of multiple directions? Or are you concentrating and uh, meditating on the Word of God? The Message Bible, I love the way it says it. It's real clear. Listen to this. Psalms 1, chapter 1, and verse 2 out of the Message Bible says, How well God must like you. You don't hang out at Sin Saloon. Sin Saloon. The Message Bible calls it Sin Saloon. King James says, walketh in the counsel of the ungodly. You know, uh, if you think you can have one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom, well, you can probably get by with that. 
but don't expect to experience the same blessed life and the same happy life that you're going to experience when you get to uh, the marriage supper of the Lamb after the rapture of the church because you need to separate yourself. And in so doing, that's the formula for bringing God's blessing and God's happiness into your life right here on earth. Listen again. How well God must like you. You don't hang out at Sin Saloon. Message Bible, Psalms 1-1. You don't slink along the dead-end road. <laughs> well, there's, the world is a dead-end road. You know, uh, Moses said he chose to endure the sufferings of the saints rather than enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. If you want happiness here on earth, the same type of happiness, the same amount of happiness that you're going to have even when you get to heaven, you need to come out from the world and say, be separate, saith the Lord. You don't slink along dead-end road. And I like this one. It goes on to say, you don't go to smart mouth college. <laughs> oh, boy. I tell you, hanging around with people that have a bad mouth, have a filthy mouth, they're cursing one day. The Bible says, you know, uh, sweet water and bitter water doesn't come out of the same well. And so you can't uh, be cursing one day and, and blessing the next. There's, it's, it's, it's not a formula for success of happiness. And so you have to guard what you have to say. You don't go to smart mouth college and how well God must be pleased with you. Instead, you thrill to God's word. You chew on scripture night and day. I like that scripture, a formula for success and happiness of the godly. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17 and 18 of the Message Bible says, So leave the corruption and compromise. Leave it for good, says God. Don't link up with those who will pollute you. I want you all for myself. Jesus says, I'll be a father to you. You'll be sons and daughters to me. The word of the master God. I love that. And as far as Psalms chapter 1 and verse 1 in the Message Bible, you don't go to smart mouth college. <laughs> what comes out of your mouth? What do you say? What things slip? Get those things out of your heart so they don't come out of your mouth because the Bible says out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. And so if you're smart enough to listen to yourself and hear what you're saying, you might ask yourself, Lord, how can I draw closer to you into your word? James 3, 2 in the King James Version says it this way, for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle his whole body. And so check with the tongue. Psalms 1, 3 through 6, the, the wind-up of this passage of Scripture for the formula for successful happiness here on earth is this. You are a tree replanted in Eden, bearing fresh fruit every month, never dropping a leaf. You're always in bloom. You're not at all like the wicked who are mere windblown dust without defense in court, unfit company for innocent people. God charts the road you take. The road they take is skid row. And so one songwriter said it this way, happy, 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 happy in the Lord. Thank God I'm born again and I'm trusting in his word. I want you to know everywhere I go that I'm happy, happy 
happy in the Lord. I'd like to pray with you today. Here at ES First, we have uh, taken opportunity every service to allow people to give their lives over to Jesus Christ, asking for forgiveness of sins. And we have a very simple little prayer. I'd like for you to pray that with me today. Jesus, I believe in you. Forgive me of my sins. I want to follow after you forever. So Heavenly Father, we just pray that as we enter a new way of living, we desire happiness. We desire to be blessed. We desire that love of God, that peace of God that passeth all understanding, that's able to keep our hearts and our minds. And so, Father, today, as everyone listening to this broadcast today, Lord, we would say in our hearts, be merciful to me, a sinner. I love you and want to follow you forever. And God, I pray that you would bring that blessedness and happiness alive and well in every person's life today. In Jesus' name, amen.